Welcome to Ice Flame. Join us on another Star Wars adventure. Punch it, Chewie. Hello, hello. Um, it's another Tuesday. Hope you guys are having a great Tuesday. Good, uh, uh, good week so far here at the beginning of the week. Um, if you're listening on Tuesday, and um, welcome. Uh, thanks for joining me for another episode of Ice Flame. And we're going to dive into another Star Wars story today. So I'm excited um, for uh, the character that we're going to do today. Um, I did not give much of a tease last week about uh, our character for today. I will, hopefully if I remember, I will do that um, at the end of our episode today for next week. But um, here we're still in April, so we are, um, you guys at least have an idea if you guys have been listening, that we are going to be doing a character on the rise um, for uh, that is in the era of the rise of the empire, and um, this character um, today will be kind of span um, several eras or, or two eras mainly, but um, and plays a very important role in the rise of the empire and um, in throughout the galaxy as a whole, and so. I'm super excited about today, um, and we're going to get to um, dive into a little bit uh, on the evil side of things today, if you want to put it that way. And so today we, uh, last, the first week we had Kane and Jairus and Harris and Dula, so Rebels, Light Side. Last week we had, um, our main look was at Jin or so, and so this week we're going to be um, diving into uh, more of the Empire side of things and uh, go from there. So, um, our character today, um, as we dive in, is uh, going to be Will Huff Tarkin, and um, or also um, known uh, and called within the Empire Grand Moff Tarkin. And so, um, if you guys are this is probably a character you guys have heard of more, maybe I'm a little more familiar with if you're not um, super nitty-gritty into Star Wars. Um, but um, if you have, yeah, um, a little more of a character that um, if you just know a little bit Star Wars, you maybe um, know Grand Moff Tarkin um, or at least heard of him. And um, as we get into it, you'll, you'll be... Um, recognize it, recognize who he is quickly. And so, um, as we dive in today, uh, we're gonna start kind of with our normal thing. Uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, uh, is a human male and, uh, was born 64, uh, years before the Battle of Yavin and, uh, was a, uh, his home planet is Iriadu, um, and which we'll get in, we'll talk a little bit more about Iriadu later and go from there, but right, yeah, so that's kind of who he is and, um, kind of a little bit more of his background, and so, um, kind of a little, uh, gloss over here, so Grand Moff Tarkin, we, um, and as we get into kind of where he shows up, his appearances, and that sort of thing, um, Grand Moff Tarkin is, uh, as we talked, we talked about last week, we talked about, um, Rogue One, um, a lot, um, that was the main where, mainly where Jin Erso's story takes place, and Grand Moff Tarkin is in Rogue One, um, 
He is also in the first Star Wars movie ever made, um, Star Wars um, Now Episode 4, New Hope, um, as we call it these days. And so um, he is uh, hes in that. Um, you may know him for his famous words of um, that he utters of, you may fire when ready. Um, I probably did not do that. Uh, voice very well at all but um kind of when i think of grand moff tarkin that's kind of the that phrase i think of um and so um but yeah so we see him in many different places so he's in the very original star wars movie um we see him in um rogue one uh we also see him in many different aspects of animated um animated Star Wars, and the other place we see him as well is we see him in Revenge of the Sith, uh, episode three, um, the last movie of the prequels, and um, he doesn't play a big role in that, but we do see him. Um, he has an appearance, and so, um, and we'll get to the kind of significance of that and the time frame. Um, a lot of what we'll talk about today is that time frame when what um, Tarkin does and uh, between episode 3 Revenge of the Sith and um, episode 4 A New Hope and so um, and so some other appearances like I said he shows up in a lot of different things so he um, we see him in uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars um, specifically in the arc I believe it's season 5 um, when Ahsoka is um, put on trial. Ahsoka Tano, Ahsoka Tano um, is put on trial, uh, and that is Anakin Skywalker's Padawan, um, and he um, he is yeah he he plays a big role in that, um, and kind of is a antagonist within that story arc. We see him, and so we see him in Star Wars Clone Wars for a little bit, and then we also see him. In Bad Batch, um, and we, uh, yeah, so we see him in Bad Batch within the, um, as they're kind of training the clones, um, after, um, uh, the, um, trying to kind of trans, trans, transferring, maybe is the best way to put it, clones from being the clone army to stormtroopers and that that sort of thing. And we're, So we see him in that role within the Bad Batch and we mostly see him on Camino in that. Um, in the other place, um, excuse me, the other place we see him as well in the Star Wars Clone Wars, which I'll get back to a little bit later, um, is an episode called The Citadel and um this is when he is rescued from a separatist um uh separatist base um prison um and uh by uh Anakin and Kenobi and Ahsoka um yeah and Ahsoka and some clones and so we'll get into that and a little bit more of the significance of that later um as we go from here so um with that said uh and then um we also see Tarkin in. We see Tarkin in some comics, uh, Darth Vader comics uh, that came out in 2017. Um, we um, adventures in wild space, uh, and then also he is mentioned in the Ahsoka book, um, which is a great book, um, which 
doesn't have a whole lot to do with Tarkin, but I would write a great read. Um, maybe someday we might talk about that a little more. Um, he's also talked about in um, his own book called Tarkin. Um, I actually read that a couple months ago. Um, it's a good read. Um, we get a lot of backstory on Tarkin, um, and it takes place kind of um, within this it takes place within this era of Rise of Empire that we're looking at here in April. And so I, I it's a great read. I'd recommend reading that um, and going from there. And so, um, and like I mentioned, um, he is in, uh, uh, yeah, he's in um, also a few other books that are in the Rise of the Empire era, so I didn't. I was looking some stuff up. I did not realize this. Um, so the Tarkin book itself is within a collection of books called um, what, what do we have? Rise of the Empire. Um, and so within that collection of books, we have um, Mercy Mission, um, and then we have Tarkin Bottleneck, A, a New Dawn. Um, which a new dawn is I mentioned when we were back when we were talking about um, uh, Kanan and Hera um, that is kind of their book the book that's based about them within this um, era of the rise of the empire and so um, yeah so the, I would recommend reading both of those Tarkin and a new dawn um, I haven't actually read the others um, yet um, but are they um, I'd like to read them and so so that um, just to get kind of give you there's actually what is that six six books that kind of outline this idea of um, rise of the Empire and so um, if you guys are interested in this era more specifically those might be some books to look into um, and so I did not realize that so I kind of learned that um, the Tarkin book was a part of that um, and then so also, we have, um, he's mentioned in Thrawn, um, some of those books as well. I don't know, is he, um, yeah, so he's mentioned, the, the not the original, not the, um, so there's a Thrawn, I don't know, he wouldn't be, because he, so there's a Thrawn, um, books that were written probably in the 90s, I want to say, 80s or 90s, um, that is now considered that's not canon it's considered legends um that take place really i'm pretty sure after the uh um after the empire but he's brought up in the second thrawn trilogy so like thrawn alliances thrawn treason um and those books um so which are great books so i'd recommend um uh, reading those at some point um, as well. Um, we don't get a whole lot of his story in that, but he is in those, um, which are great. And then other place we see him is um, uh, is in Star Wars Rebels, um, which we've talked about some. He's in that just a little bit, not a lot, um, but is in um, Star Wars Rebels some. And so, uh, so and going from there, um, we also see. Um, as we talked about last week, we talked about Rogue One, a Star Wars story a lot, um, and then I also mentioned the novel, uh, is that in here? Maybe I'm not seeing, maybe not. Uh, never mind. Um, I was, I was thinking he was in Catalyst, a Rogue One story, the book, but he must not be. So never mind on that. Um, so yeah, um, and then he's in several different comics, um, and things like that, and then, uh, he's mentioned in some other books, but not directly, and so, so yeah, 
Um, just so you guys know, um, that's kind of where uh, where we where we see and find Tarkin within Star Wars um, content and the Star Wars universe. And so, um, so Tarkin has a very interesting story. And as I mentioned, he is a um, within uh, within. When we go back to the prequels and the Clone Wars TV series and th- that era, Tarkin, um, before that he kind of plays a political role, um, and then he ends up going and being the governor of Iriadu, his home world, which is a mid-rim world, um, if I'm recalling right. And then when the Clone Wars start um, in Episode 2, he comes back to be a general um, and to... Uh, go from there and so um from there we see tarkin as a general and then um he is because he's close within um he has as and we see this a little bit but he has somewhat of a special relationship with the chancellor uh chancellor palpatine um and things like that and so um so that's kind of where we first see him and first see his start. And then from there, uh, he rises within um, the Empire as the Empire is um, birthed out of the ashes of the Republic. And so from there, we see this. And so I think, and what I'm going to get into a little bit is, um, and if you guys have read some books and things like that, and um, you may, there's, kind of phrased um the um the trifecta of the empire um i don't know if that's exact wording but um tarkin gets folded into kind of this trifecta of the empire and that um the trifecta that consists of you guys may guess is um emperor palpatine um darth sidious and uh same person, Darth Sidious, Emperor Palpatine, Darth Vader, and then also um, Grand Mark Tarkin gets brought into this. And so, one the interesting thing to know is that, um, and we learned this in within the Tarkin book, but Grand Moff um, Tarkin, um, that title that he carries is very significant. So, initially, when uh, Moff is kind of this idea of somebody that is kind of like a regional governor type of thing and has control over a certain area and so um and that type of thing it has a certain rank within um the imperial um imperial navy imperial uh war machine and so if we want to put it that way and so with that said we have um one thing that the Tarkin book does really well is it lays this out, this kind of trifecta and the role that Tarkin plays within it, within that. And in this, we see that um, the Emperor himself um, gives uh, Tarkin the title of Grand Moth and not just Moth. And so, uh, so Grand Moth, so Tarkin becomes the first Grand Moth of the Empire, which is kind of a big deal. Um, and kind of creates this trifecta of the Empire with uh, Palpatine, Vader, and Tarkin. And so, um, which is awesome, uh, which is uh, kind of neat to see. Um, and uh, that, that the Emperor really see, 
um, holds Tarkin at high regard. And so, um, and a little bit of that, I think, is because of how Tarkin was raised, which, um, so Tarkin was raised on Iriadu. He, his, his, or his, uh, family is kind of a, the Tarkin family on Iriadu is a ruling family to some degree. It has a lot of influence and power with, on Iriadu. And so, but they also have this kind of, uh, idea of ruling with an iron fist. Um, and, uh, Tarkin has kind of been taught that, uh, you take advantage of other people's weaknesses, you exploit, you put fear, you rule with fear, and that sort of idea. And so he grows up in this, um, he does, he goes on a sojourn of sorts and lives in the wild with some of his relatives. Um, I think it's like his uncle, uh, Jova Tarkin, um, and some others. Um, and it's kind of like his, uh, what's, what's, uh, what's a good, his rite of passage for say, uh, for a Tarkin on Eerie Audio. And, um, so he goes into this wilderness where it's really tough that he has to learn, learn, has to grow, has to, um, overcome. And I mean, it's to the point where, um, they talk about in the book where it's like, they're okay. Like if he doesn't survive, it's not a big deal. Like he, if he doesn't survive, then he isn't worthy of, um, being a Tarkin of ruling of, um, having influence. And so, um, so it's kind of a big deal. And this is when he's a young teenager. Uh, and so he goes through this and then from there, uh, he goes into, um, into politics and becomes a leader, um, eventually becomes governor of Iriadu, then becomes a general within the clone army and all these sorts of things. And so, but he has this idea of ruling with a uh, kind of an iron hand, ruling out of fear, um, ruling in a place where he puts other people in fear. And so, which is um, kind of plays a role within his whole story arc. And so, uh, and I think one thing I want to pick up, uh, and I mentioned this, is um, in Star Wars Clone Wars in um, an episode called The Citadel, and this is where they're trying to escape... Um, uh, get some break some prisoners out and escape the citadel uh separate a stronghold prison and so with that said um we there's a little bit of dialogue between anakin and tarkin um within this clonal area and they're talking about how uh, the jedi don't go far enough to finish the war to and talking about how um, the Jedi need to rule with fear and inflict fear for people to obey and be in line and all this and how um, that type of thing. And we start to kind of see where uh, Anakin is like, yeah, I struggle with this sometimes. I think we should go farther than what we do, but I also abide by the Jedi orders. Um, Jedi orders, uh, how they, how they uh, teach us and how they they live and so um and so but there's kind of this connection that starts between Tarkin and Anakin with even even within the Clone Wars and this carries over and when Tarkin first meets Vader as Vader as the um black suit um enforcer of the Emperor that is a force user Tarkin realizes 
I think I know this guy. Um, he's, there's a familiarity to him. And it takes a little while, but he does eventually figure out who uh, Vader was Anakin. Um, and kind of assumes this. and Because um, he, he gets the feeling that Vader knows him. Has known him from somewhere in the past. Um, and so um, there's that the connection. And we see that that comes in the Empire. And this is part of the reason probably why um, Tarkin starts to ha hold... Tarkin is held in high esteem by both Vader and the Emperor and is seen as somebody that can make a huge difference within um, the, this era and this idea of helping the Empire rise to power to be controlling over the whole galaxy and things like that. And so, um, so which is just interesting, kind of the story arc of how his connections really lead him into who he becomes as Grand Moff Tarkin within the Empire and that sort of thing. And so, I think it's just, it's interesting, it's fun to see, and uh, kind of even just his, like, background of on Eerie Audio, how that has created him into the man that he, um, he became um, kind of a ruler that uh, used fear as a tactic and power as a thing to be wielded um, and with no mercy. And so we have this and we see this within that, and so uh, Tarkin... Uh, and within the book Tarkin, it kind of takes us on a journey of how um, Tarkin and Vader kind of create a relationship um, uh, within a journey and a crisis that the Empire has and that they go on, which is um, which is interesting um, and fun to see that kind of built and adds. Um, what do we say? Adds, I think, adds character to. When they interact in um, A New Hope, Episode 4, um, going back to that and that sort of thing, which is fun. And so, from there, we also see that Tarkin, um, and you guys, Tarkin is seen as the um, person who has control of the Death Star in Episode 4. And we see this a little bit in um, Episode, or not, uh, Rogue One, Star Wars Story as well. Um, and so... But with that said, we see so we see he kind of has this control of the Death Star, and um, which is fun uh, to see, and kind of he plays this role of like we use the Death Star to inflict fear in people to um, cause anger and or cause fear and to rule a galaxy um, as this planet destroyer, this uh, continent destroyer for planets, and this just and so and we start to see this and so. And I think a big part of that is, is we can see that Tarkin is held in higher esteem, and we see this specifically within Rogue One with the interaction between Tarkin and um, Director Krennic, who we talked about last week a little bit um, in Jin's story, Jin Erso's story, and uh, and things like that. And Krennic is this Imperial science uh, officer who um, is behind, helps who's a major part in creating the Death Star. Krennic sees the Death Star as his. Um, and once it is complete, Tarkin kicks over. Um, and uh, with that said, and he, uh, um, and this causes a lot of conflict between Krennic and Tarkin and um, that sort of thing. And even causes um, Tarkin to go talk to Vader about this. And, um, I don't know if Krennic really realizes it, but obviously, obviously Tarkin and um, 
Vader are kind of in cahoots with the Emperor to say, hey, yeah, Tarkin, this is Tarkin's um, space, Tarkin's control. Um, that the battle station that is the Death Star is uh, under Tarkin's control, um, regardless of who created it, um, who was the engineers behind it, and that sort of thing. And we do see um, throughout the Tarkin story in different places that Tarkin does oversee parts of the Death Star being built. And so, um, and so as we move forward, I think one thing is like one like real crucial thing and thing I'm going to point out with Rogue One as we're talking about is, is when we have the, when critics on the Citadel base of Scarif and trying to stop, um, Cassian and Jin. um, Tarkin is the one that gives the command to uh, destroy the Citadel base on Scarif. Um, and he sees this as a way to stop the rebels from getting the Death Star plans and to just stop all that chaos. Um, and so we see that. And so, and, he, and this is a point where he utters those words, um, that lot, kind of famous line. At least the line I think of that I mentioned earlier is, you may fire when ready. Um, And he utters that phrase to say, hey, we can destroy the Citadel base on Scarif. And so this is kind of when he ultimately takes over the Death Star as his his baby, his... um, his to control in a lot of ways. Um, And so... With that said, so, so... And we see that kind of flow into... Um, a new hope in episode four there and so and I, as i'm thinking about it here and and as i talk about tarkin uh tarkin having control over the death star and all that i do not in episode four i'm trying to think here i do not i could be wrong but from my from my memory, I do not remember. We see Tarkin quite a bit in episode four, but I do not ever remember him off of the battle station, not on the Death Star. Um, I don't know if we, I don't think we have any um, any scenes where Tarkin is not on the Death Star, um, which is kind of telling in some ways and kind of cool to see. Uh, but so there, and so we also see kind of um, Princess Leia knows Tarkin, um, there's definitely a little bit of history there, which I wonder if that goes back to, um, Tarkin probably knew Bail Organa, um, when it was in the Republic, when Bail was a senator, and Bail is still a senator within the, um, Imperial, uh, Senate as well, and Princess Leia at the time is, um, doing, uh, the junior, um, what do they call it? The junior Senate um, program, and so they have this relationship, and they we can see that um, come about within uh, a New Hope as well, and that um, obviously Princess Leia does not think very highly of Tarkin um, and sees him as an evil man, um, and uh, so as we get to this point, Tarkin, and I think kind of the telltale final act of Tarkin um, that I want to talk about today um, is, and kind of his story arc is, and as we've talked about, I think Tarkin, we see Tarkin as this person who, he takes advantage of everybody else's weaknesses to the point that he can. And so he, 
yeah, he he sees he sees power, he sees other people's weaknesses as ways to control, as ways for peace to be spread throughout the galaxy, and that is really defined within um, some of the last words we see Tarkin say. Um, there's a scene within episode four where um, you guys are probably familiar with it, where it talks about Tarkin is um, Tarkin has asked, I think it's by another another one of the Imperial officers on the station um, on the Death Star and says, should we prepare your shuttle? We found, we've found we analyzed and found that there's a weakness that the Rebels exploit. And Tarkin, I'm not going to say this, probably not going to say this correctly, Tarkin says something along the lines of, I think you overestimate their chances and that he isn't going to leave in the moment of uh, the Empire's greatest triumph so far. And so... Tarkin has firm belief that the battle station is going to do what it can do, is going to destroy the rebels and uh, um, stop the pushback and the resistance that the rebels are giving the Empire and kind of snuff it out once and for all. And so we see that within uh, Tarkin. And this, I think this comes from Tarkin's idea of I have the upper hand, I have the better chance of destroying them than they do me. Um, and by all means, that is... When you look at the odds of whatever that would be, that is definitely the case. And so so we see that. And Tarkin is firm in saying, there's no reason to prepare my ship. Um, and that's the last place we see Tarkin. Tarkin um, dies on the Death Star um, when it is blown up by Luke. And um, he is not seen in the other two movie, the other two original original trilogy movies after that but that's where we see Tarkin that's where we see him kind of his final act and his life has led up to this idea of I'm going to exploit other people's weaknesses I'm going to go with my strengths I'm going to rule with fear um, and uh, exploit other people any way I can to create a um false sense of peace a false sense of security for others and go from there and so and we see that in Tarkin's um, defiance to leave the Death Star even though there's a potential chance of it being destroyed and so Tarkin dies um, then and from there uh, I think it just we see Tarkin as we talk about Tarkin's story arc his character his um, journey of becoming this kind of uh, fierce I don't even know if fierce is the right word. Stern, bold, and taking advantage and exploiting other weaknesses, like I've said, probably kind of like a broken record this episode. And so um, it's kind of fun to see this and see also how I think the other interesting thing is when you look at Star Wars, and for the most part of Star Wars, that is within this era, Sith we learned that Sith is... The Sith are only supposed to have... There's two Sith, a Master and an Apprentice, and um, that wasn't always the case. But during this time, that is, and it's interesting how Tarkin gets brought in as a third uh, asset to what the Emperor Vader is doing and how he kind of becomes in that inner circle. And, um, and at the same time, we see as well that Tarkin has a little bit of distrust within the Force, Um the nature of the Force, the nature of the Sith, um, and that sort of thing as well. And we see that during the uh, Clone Wars as well. He has a distrust within 
for the Jedi as well. And their ability to use the Force, um, as well as Palpatine's and Vader's ability to use the Force. And so we see that, which ultimately kind of, I had thought about this, ironically is his downfall because it was Luke's ability to use the Force that um, destroyed the Death Star. And so we see that. And so it's just interesting to see how he got brought in um, to that inner circle as somebody who really was not keen on the Force, um, kind of thought it as a... Um, as it's said in A New Hope, a hokey religion. Um, and so, all that sort of thing. And so, it just it's fun to see how he is brought into that inner circle. Excuse me for a moment while I take a drink. And so, let's transition and kind of notice where we've been going the last few weeks here as we think about what's coming up, where we'll see Tarkin next in the Star Wars universe. And um, right off the top of my head here, I have two things I want to point out. Um, one, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Tarkin in Bad Batch again, and Bad Batch Season 2, which is why, um, which is coming out this year as well. Um, and then, so yeah, we'll see. I would guess, especially since we saw him in Season 1, I'd say there's a good chance we'll see him in Bad Batch Season 2. And the only other place I could potentially see Tarkin, I don't know for sure, is maybe in the Kenobi show um, that is coming up in May here. Um, so I would guess that there's a chance. I don't want to necessarily say there's a high chance, but I would say there's a chance we could see Tarkin in the Kenobi show. Um, especially since it's confirmed that uh, Hayden Christensen's going to be there as Vader on the Kenobi show. Um with that said, I wouldn't be surprised if you see the Emperor um, in the Kenobi show. Um, I don't know if Ian McDermott... I don't think Ian McDermott's been confirmed for the Kenobi show, but who knows. Um, and also Inquisitors, um, and I think we mentioned that before, but are confirmed. So I think there's a chance we could see Tarkin in the Kenobi show. I don't think he's going to play a significant role, um, but we may see him see an appearance for an episode or two, maybe. Um, maybe not as well. But I definitely think we'll see him in Bad Batch, um, and I don't think... I don't think we'll. I think those are the two main places we would see him um, within the content we know is coming right now. Um, and so, but I think there's a good chance we'll see him in Bad Batch and season two, um, which I'm excited about. Um, I'm more excited about the Kenobi show. Uh, so I'd love to see uh, him in that as well. I think it'd be fun. And. So, but that's all I got for you guys today. And as we close out, um, I just want to remind you guys, um, as you guys are listening to our podcast, uh, I explain um, that we're taking a theme each month. We're going to do deep dives into characters like we did today with uh, uh, Tarkin and go from there. And so um, as we close today... Um, few things for you guys one um you guys can find me ike's flame on instagram and youtube um so check us out and uh you can listen to podcasts wherever you're listening currently and also um on a few other different platforms as well and so uh thanks for joining us today and i'm gonna give you guys like i promised i remembered i'm gonna give you guys a teaser for what next week looks like and the uh the character that we're going to be talking about next week. Um, this character is... Uh, oh, what should, I didn't think this through very well. What teaser should I give you guys? I would say this character is neither a rebel nor a... 
this character is neither a rebel nor in the Empire, but at one point he was an apprentice. And so um, we're going to dive into that a little more. Um, I'm excited about next week. Probably one of my favorite characters in the Star Wars universe next week. So I'm excited about that um, and excited to dive into that with you guys. And so, um, as always, here on X Flame, uh, as we like to say, light the fire. Have a great week, guys.